I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah. We are best friends and dietitians. We have a goal of challenging nutrition misinformation and fitness trends with an evidence-based approach. Each episode, we will dish up our thoughts about the latest facts on a popular health-related topic. We're the Upbeat Dietitians. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Epi Dietitians podcast. Hello, guys. We are here today with another supplement review slash, I, I don't want to call it a diet review. It's not really a diet, but supplement review. We are reviewing greens powders today, which I can almost guarantee you've seen on your TikTok feed or on your YouTube channel. It's highly likely that your favorite influencer has like in some way or another promoted some kind of greens powder. Um, I think the most popular one that I see is the AG one. That's actually, I think the most popular one that's like sold. Um, So we'll talk about that one quite a bit today. The other big one you've probably seen a lot is bloom. That's usually the one on TikTok, which I talked about in, I think it was last week's episode or two weeks ago. How it's like last week's the most underrated or or overrated. Yeah. Yeah. Episode a hundred. Yeah. But yes, it's, there's so many claims around greens powders. They've been around for a little bit now. Um, but times you've probably seen that they've claimed to like, like the biggest thing is bloating. Mm-hmm. They get promoted for like reducing bloating. Sometimes they claim to like increase your energy levels, support immunity, help with recovery. There are also like some brands that even dabble into the like detox and like hormone regulation function. You world. know what else supports your hormones? Eating and sleeping and drinking water. <laughs> yes. Yes. We'll get there. <laughs> yes. But we're going to chat about if these claims are true. And probably the biggest question you're wondering is should you add a greens powder? to your morning routine or to your dietary routine in general as well. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go into today what these green powders like really are, um, popular brands, what's in them. The big question of can they replace fruits and vegetables, which you might have a little inkling of what we're going to say there, but we'll get there. Um, We're going to go over if they are third party tested, because as you know, with supplements, you always want to look for that. And then lastly, we'll get into price because that is also a pretty big concern with these as well. But let's start with what they are. So of course, they are just a powder that's green. That's like, they're very aptly named. I'll, I'll give them that. They're not tricking you there. No, they it's not like green. some <laughs> fat burning doohickey. Like they, they, they named it, named it well. Yeah. Kudos to them there. Kudos to them. <laughs> They'll get a few kudos today in some ways, but a lot of ways too. They're not so great, but anyway, um, yeah, they usually are just like ground up fruits and vegetables. Um, we'll get into like more of what's in them in a minute, but that usually is just like the bulk of it. So again, AG one, which you might also know as athletic greens, they did like a rebrand recently and they now go by AG one. They are, I think the most popular brand, but again, you've likely seen bloom on your TikTok. um, vital proteins, the collagen people, they also have a greens powder. I see first form a lot. They also are like a, um, like a protein powder brand as well. They have a whole line of things, but their big things are protein powders. That one I usually see promoted by like all the bodybuilding fitness people, since they're often yeah. 
athletes for the supplement line. And then even like MLM brands like Arbonne, Monet, and Shakeology, they all have their own grains powders as well. Everyone has one. Everyone has one. <laughs> I did not know about the AG1 rebrand. I, because when I saw that, I was like, what is that? But then I was like, I typed up like, oh, athletic greens. Yes, I, yeah, I know what this is now. <laughs> I don't know why they would rebrand because athletic greens honestly is a pretty good name, I think, for what it is. I thought so too. Yeah. And they and have like, like a lot a of lot brand of- awareness. Mm hmm. I didn't think there's anything, unless they wanted to go outside of greens. That's the only thing I could think of. Maybe, but I feel like they only really sell that one thing for the most part. Might have like other little itty bitty things, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe they don't want to, maybe they are like, maybe people think only athletes can consume this. That's true. So we want to be more inclusive. I don't know. Well, what that's actually a good but... point because like they do say on their website, like who they're for is for just about everybody. Just this about is, everybody. <laughs> this is weird, but they say it's optimized for athletes, for lifeletes, whatever that means, and everyone in between. So can we please break down what a lifeleet is? <laughs> is that the opposite of an athlete? <laughs> yeah, and right. everyone in between, what is that? I think you're right I mean, though. Like the athletic greens made it seem like it was just for athletes and here they're trying to like really push it that it's for, for everybody. Everyone. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know what to make of that slogan or that, <laughs> that claim. I don't know. They always say in business, like you can't target everybody because then you'll reach nobody. It feels like they're targeting everybody, but I mean, I feel like they're doing okay. So they don't really need to (laughs) mix it up too much. Maybe they're like, you can niche down first, but then you can make it broad and (laughs) cater to everyone. (laughs) Okay. I think I could see that. It's not a bad strategy for business. Yeah. Fun, fun stuff. And also their greens are also vegan, paleo and keto friendly, which makes sense to me because there's like, not really any animal products in greens. Yeah. I don't know or, if they're gluten-free. They didn't say that right off in their thing. I'd assume they are, but if you do take these and you are gluten-free, look for that yourself. <laughs> yes. I feel like they would probably advertise that if it, if they were. I know. If they're so adding probably, they're throwing paleo. That's what I was say. They're throwing paleo. <laughs> Oh, I don't get it. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Well, let's talk about what's in the greens. Cause that's probably like what you're wondering, like ground up fruits and vegetables. I can make that myself. You probably could. Probably could. <laughs> that's kind of like the big basis that a lot of the greens powders are based around is like all these added vitamins, minerals, prebiotics, probiotics, that are coming from like fruits and vegetables sources, athletics. I'm going to keep calling them athletic greens. Cause yeah. I can't, I can't buy AG into this one. rebrand. I can't do it. <laughs> it looks like some type of amino acid or something. It that, and it's throwing me off. I don't like it. Um, but they don't have vitamin D or iron in theirs, which is very interesting. Cause didn't you say that they claim to be a multivitamin? They like claim or- that. Yeah. Let me see if I can find their website, like what they say exactly. But the foundation of daily health 
One daily serving delivers a comprehensive blend of core health products working together to fill nutrient gaps and deliver the foundation for daily health, better health. Like, I feel like that's basically saying we're a multivitamin. That's what you take a multivitamin for is to fill the gaps. Yeah. But vitamin D is the like highest or most prevalent vitamin deficiency. I know iron's up there too, especially for women. So I'm surprised they don't have those in there. Yeah. Once again, mm-hmm. just proves that if you do take this, you'll still have to like eat whole foods as well. Yeah. <laughs> or at least tack on a vitamin D and iron <laughs> supplement too, I guess. Yeah. Which wouldn't be fun. No. I, I feel like I'd want to limit like supplements I'm taking. Oh, me too. I don't take any unless I like really feel like I need a certain yeah. one. No, I've started taking vitamin D and that's the only thing I can like barely get myself to take that. <laughs> But I feel like vitamin D is, like you said, one that honestly, a lot of us could be taking if we don't get enough, especially where we live, where there's like sun for four months out of the year. Yeah. 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 But yeah, different powders will have different ingredients. So we're talking about AG1 again, pretty specifically here, but be sure to just like read the supplement label. If you do want to get one, hopefully they will have it posted on their website. I know like. I don't think Herbalife has a greens powder. Maybe they do. I don't know. But like Herbalife, <laughs> I remember we like talked about how you, you can't find anything on their website. Like nothing's posted. And of course I posted a YouTube review of Herbalife, which is still my most viral video on YouTube. And everyone's like, oh, I could find their information just fine. I'm like, no, you you're didn't. a liar. <laughs> you found it maybe on Amazon, like Amazon, you can find it or um, wherever else you decide to buy it. But like on Herbalife's website, they don't have their ingredients posted. It's very sketchy. AG1 is pretty transparent. They do have their label posted, but let's talk about proprietary blends a little bit because they do have a couple of them. So they call them complexes, but they have their alkaline nutrient dense raw superfood complex. Okay. They have two of them. Sounds like a good thing. I know. And they have their digestive enzyme and super mushroom complex. Oh, yes. Proprietary blends basically mean we can put whatever we want into it and just not tell you what it is. (laughs) Yes. So they do say that they have, let's see. Okay. So on AG1 supplement facts label, they have all of the ingredients in each complex, but not the amount. And that's where proprietary blends are an issue because like, even if let's see, Even if organic chlorella powder did have any efficacy for being a helpful supplement, we have no idea for taking the amount that would actually be helpful based on what's in this proprietary blend because it's not posted anywhere. It has the number of milligrams in the whole complex in the whole blend. We don't know how much of each ingredient is actually in that blend. So we don't know for sure if that chlorella powder is actually going to do anything to help you. Yeah. Also quickly jumping back. Um, they do say one daily serving eliminates the need for other supplements such as multivitamin. Okay. Yeah. I thought I saw that somewhere. They also say phytonutrients. Hmm. Well, a lot of so even you- multivitamins too, won't have iron in them as well. So it's always good to look for that if you are looking for iron, because if you don't yeah. need iron, taking extra will make your belly feel not very great. No, 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 no. And if you're a man 
there is like a upper limit of iron. Mm-hmm. So that's something that they probably would have to make like one catered toward women more so and one catered more toward men. I don't yeah. know if that's in their marketing scheme right now. So I wonder if why they don't do vitamin D as well as because you can overdo it. Hmm. But then like, like all of the water soluble, water soluble vitamins in here, like vitamin C are like ridiculously high amounts, 467%. Yeah. But surprisingly, vitamin E is also super high too at 553%. That's very high. That's very high. That's you don't need like excessive amounts of those. Like there's a reason there are recommendation amounts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't think it is gluten-free because I just saw something about barley in the complex, the superfood complex. Oh, barley leaf. That sounds very appetizing. Ugh. I did try one of these ones. I didn't try AG1, but I tried like some just like knockoff brand back in my college, just ordered eating days, you know, mm-hmm. it was not very good. <laughs> I feel like maybe AG1. I feel like none better, of these powders but... are good. I know. I feel like these are all something you just like, you chug and then you're like, okay, I'm done. I posted a YouTube review of AG1 and a lot of the comments are like, this is not a real review because you didn't actually try the product. I was like, first of all, I'm not going to spend a hundred dollars on a day supply or a month's supply. Second of all, I nowhere claimed in the video that I was going to try the product. What I made very clear in the beginning of the video was that the whole point of the video was to talk about like the nutritional profile of it, because I'm a dietitian, like the taste of it should have nothing to do with if you're going to buy it or not, like if I'm going to sway you to buy it or not, because that's not the purpose of you taking it like is because of the taste. Like if I recommend like a food, yeah, I have no problem saying if I like the taste or not, but like a supplement, if I say I like the taste, that should not be the reason why you're buying a supplement. No, that's something very expensive to buy just for the taste of it. Right. But like, if I say I like these $2 pop tarts and that's what gets you to go buy the pop tarts go nuts but anyway that is silly as we've talked about like kind of the the composition of these greens powders the question is like can greens powders replace fruits and vegetables as ag1 has claimed they can replace phytonutrients i just i love how they just throw like phytonutrients i'm like just put whatever they can anything colorful you eat they can (laughs) replace Um, but the short answer is no, green powders should not replace fruits and vegetables. There's a lot of things that are lacking in the powders, but I know, like, I hear this all the time and the conclusion or like the resolution being brought up is green powders where people are like, I hate fruits and vegetables. Like I can't eat them. Um, Can I do a greens powder instead just to like get in those nutrients? And this could be helpful if you are eating like no fruits or vegetables, but oftentimes what happens is when people don't like fruits or vegetables is because maybe like the way it was cooked growing up wasn't the most appealing. They haven't like tried a lot of fruits or vegetables you can like cook them different ways like 
all different things to explore first. We would challenge you to mm-hmm. <laughs> before you go spend a hundred dollars on a greens powder. And like, this doesn't mean that you need to eat like a salad or an entire veggie tray for the vegetables to count. Like it can be part of like a soup or a stir fry, or it's okay if it has salad dressing on top of it. Like it all still counts as a vegetable or a fruit. Um, I feel like fruits you typically eat more by itself I don't, or you, you yeah. could cook it. But you yeah. do not need to replace it with this greens powder. Also, coming from like a satisfaction standpoint, just like we've talked about this a couple of times where like the motion of like chewing sends those satisfactory like receptors to your brain to let know like, hey, this is great. Or like we're getting full. Um, whereas if you're just drinking a powder or through a liquid, your body is not doing that motion and then it's not going to feel as satisfying. Also, like you can pair vegetables with dips to make it more fun or you can cook them a certain way. Like it doesn't need to be a salad and it doesn't need to be like a stack of like carrots and celery. You don't need to have just like a pile of steamed broccoli on your plate with no seasonings. Like if you like the cheese sauce, add the cheese sauce or like roast your broccoli instead of olive oil and seasonings. Or like Emily said, like add it into the dish, like stir fry, soups, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. like, like make your own pasta sauce if you're having pasta and like throw some stuff in there. Like there's all kinds of ways to sneak it in. I don't know if I love the word sneaks. It's like a secret thing you're doing, but yeah, I hear that all the time. People just say they don't like eating vegetables, but they've only tried just like raw broccoli. I'm like, yeah, of course you don't like vegetables. That's all you know. There's yeah. tons of ways to get it in though. Yeah. It doesn't have to be boring. No. It doesn't have to be by itself. I rarely eat just like a steamed vegetable on the side or just like a raw carrots. Like absolutely not. No, I am throwing so much seasoning on those Yeah, and I am cooking them probably in the oven that's what I use the most of but like you could air fry them Mm -hmm. roast them if you have like access to like a grill or a broiler yeah add the butter add the olive oil add the marinades yeah just do it the veggies still count it's okay you'll be okay yeah well let's go on to our next piece which is about um, the third party testing of these supplements So go way back to like one of our first episodes, listen to us talk about supplements as a whole. Um, We talk about how to find this third-party testing and um, why it's important and the risk supplements and all of that. But as for today, we'll just say that supplements, as you already know, probably if you've been listening um, to past episodes, they are not regulated by the FDA typically. And so because of that, we recommend looking for some kind of third-party testing on the supplement you do take to ensure that someone is looking over it and making sure that it's not just like made in someone's basement with like random empty powders. That's absolutely nothing or could be harmful. It's not as great as FDA approval, but it gets the job done for now until we can get that, that done. I was just listening to, um, Christy Harrison's wellness trap book. Have you read that yet, Emily? I have not. Oh, she talks about like why the FDA does not 
play a part in it. And it's actually a really crazy story. Like I think the FDA like used to have more say and stuff, but then the consumer was like, or maybe it was either the consumer or people selling it. They were like, get your hands off of this basically. I feel like it was the people selling it. Yeah. So it's like a whole, a whole thing. So I think the FDA like wants to, but we're not letting them basically. <laughs> so anyway, so like that makes it easier to sell things. Exactly. Exactly. I recommend that book a lot. It's the wellness trap. Um, okay. It's really, really good for those listening and for you too, Emily, we read it in our book club this past month for membership and we all like really liked it. It was very informative. Um, but anyway, AG1 Athletic Greens, they do claim to be third-party tested by NSF, which kudos for that. Um, Bloom, the other popular one, I don't think they are. I looked, I no. don't think I can find anything. They aren't. That explains why the people that are promoting it is just like your random like family influencer or like the couple that you follow that just talks about their relationship the whole time. Yeah, it's all over. It's and it's never, at least rarely, is it by a health professional. Like I don't think I've seen Bloom promoted by anyone who. No. Like AG One, I have seen people like dietitians even like promote AG One, mm-hmm. or like have it as like a paid sponsorship or whatever. But Bloom, I have never seen from like a dietitian or personal trainer or anything. No. It's always the, the random influencers. Let's talk about the price because I feel like this plays a huge factor in all of it. So I'm sure you can get a discount with an influencer code (laughs) depending on which one it is. But for AG1 specifically, for 30 servings, which it claims to do like one scoop a day. So that's like one month supply. It'll cost you $99. Or if you opt into their subscription program, it's $79. So that's about like $100 $100 for a month's supply of powdered vegetables. What a steal. Imagine that like on top of your like grocery bill. Exactly. Like, I don't know. It's really hard for me to gauge what the average person spends on groceries. Um, but I feel like maybe like 50 or like 40, $50 a person for a week. Maybe if you're, if you're being intentionally frugal, <laughs> yeah. Like if you're like really trying not to spend anything, if you extra. can just like go to the store and get whatever, oh, then it's easy. It's, uh, I would say, uh, let's see. I just feed me and Ross. I do most of the shopping usually. And I spend anywhere from like, and it depends. It depends so much on like, if we need like toothbrushes and like that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. But I would say our total bill tends to range anywhere from like 100 to 200 a week. So if I really, really tried it, if I could get it down to like 50 bucks a person, but I feel like that is if someone is like being very intentional, they're budgeting, they're cutting coupons, doing all of that. Yeah. Which is tough. And most people aren't just two people. They're feeding a family a lot of times. So right. It adds up. And like the hundred dollars per month is for one person. And that's like $25 extra a week. And powdered vegetables. When I'm very confident you can spend less money than that on vegetables. Oh yeah. Shop in season, shop sales, get canned, get frozen. 
definitely could. Bloom is cheaper though. They're about $35, $40 for a month supply, 30 day supply. It's one of those things that like, is just like, if you can't afford it, that's great. Go nuts. You like, there's probably no harm in you adding this to your routine. But a lot of people don't have, I would say, disposable income where they can just like add on these supplements or like you're just trying to get enough money to like feed the family or feed yourself um, or like other bills like rent or if you're paying for a mortgage or if you have insurance you have to pay for or credit card bills like it's an additional cost on top of that. I feel like the $100 or like the $35 to $100, depending on who you buy, on top of that bill can easily add up because that's like $1,200 a year potentially. Mm-hmm. I think we made it pretty clear by now, but if you take these, you can afford it. There's likely going to be no harm. It could be a risk of overdoing a certain nutrient because they are pretty high quantities for a lot of them. Um, but it's likely fine. People will always attest to it and say they feel way better taking them. And if they really do make you feel better, that's totally fine. As long as it's not causing you more stress because it is so expensive or it is taking away from you trying to be more intentional about eating your fruits and vegetables. If you know for sure that you absolutely hate all of them and this really would make you feel better, it's probably fine. Something else I haven't really looked into, like, is the fiber content of these. Because that's, oh, yeah. like, a big part of, I meant to of say like, that, of course. Um, like, you get a lot of fiber from your fruits and vegetables, which so, oftentimes these supplements, like, leave out. Two grams from AG1. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, they literally just, like, are powdering up a fruit and veggie. So it's, like, just the vitamins and minerals that you're getting. Yeah. So if you would like regular bowel movements, we'd probably recommend eating some physical fruits and vegetables. Well, sometimes people will say they do have better bowel movements when taking these, but that's because they're drinking more water. (laughs) You drink it with water. Yes. So that's why. And also- So we challenge you to drink water. And eat fiber. Maybe first. (laughs) And eat fiber. Yeah. Um, Maybe first if you're hesitant about the price. Water is not free, but it's definitely cheaper than AG1 is. Yes. Um, The other thing too, is when you're taking a supplement like this, you're also likely while you're in that zone of like these lifestyle changes, healthy behaviors, whatever you want to call it, you're taking this greens powder while also probably doing other things too, while you're in that zone. Like maybe you're doing more workouts and you're also working on sleeping better. And you're also trying to eat more balanced meals. So like, can we say for sure that the greens powder is what is helping with you feeling better? However you want to define that. It's hard to say you likely aren't just doing the greens powder, not changing anything else. If this is kind of like a, get my life together. Exactly. (laughs) Which it usually is. I feel like, yeah, I feel like people aren't typically like hanging on by a thread, but still taking it. (laughs) The greens powder. Oh my gosh, yeah. And like the pits of depression, but hey, we got our greens powders. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or maybe you are and you're just 
if that's the one you got, into that, yeah. like, you know what? <laughs> kudos to you. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's definitely something that like, I know there are going to be people that say like, I feel so much better. They're always, and is. that's like, and that's totally fine. But this, there are other like more financially affordable options and you don't need to spend all this money on a supplement. So I feel like that's already going to our bottom line is I, I agree. You probably don't need this. It's probably unnecessary. It most likely won't cause harm. There are some of those nutrients though, that like, there's just like excess amounts of in them. And that's something you might want to be a little bit wary of or take that into account. But the biggest harm with these greens powders is like the advertisements around them and who's advertising them. So like, like Hannah mentioned, I, she's not seen one healthcare professional promote bloom. I have not seen one healthcare professional promote bloom. There have been some like dietitians that have like paid collaborations with athletic greens um, and then there's like all the like Monet and Arbonne and First Form um, and all these other greens. It's like kind of looking at like who's promoting it, one. Two, like, is it affordable? And then, and also like, I feel like this is like, we talk, this is like, I always view it as like common sense, but like, honestly, when I was like, probably in early years of college, like I didn't realize that people who had paid collaborations weren't using those products oh. necessarily. I like yeah. did not realize that. I like 100% was like, oh, wow, they use this. <laughs> they don't, they are just getting money from it. That does not mean they use it at all. It's like one post maybe, or if they have like some deal set up where they have to post a certain amount of times, but just because they're posting on it about it does not mean they are using it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and typically there's like a script or like there are key points they have to include when talking about the product. So oh, yeah, if there are certain claims, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're true. It's probably something they're required to say to get that check. So all in all, you don't need to take a greens powder if you're feeling pressured to. Drink some water. Try cooking your vegetables a different way. Try adding some seasonings, butter, olive oil, whatever it is to spice it up. And if you feel really stressed about seeing people promoting it online, just keep in mind there's that money component and they're not necessarily consuming that product if it's something you eat or utilizing it whatever it is you don't necessarily know what they're doing offline so listen to our beat deeds subscription <laughs> join our beat deeds subscription for the bonus question we have been implementing this over like at least the last like five episodes or so probably more than, more that. than that it's been all of season six Oh my gosh. 
six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. This is the twelfth beat deets bonus. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So for a very small monthly fee, support your fellow (laughs) homies who are just trying to give you some free nutrition advice and entertainment as well. (laughs) In order to get our bonus content, you got to listen on Spotify. Then yeah, it's only Spotify. A Spotify exclusive feature, if you will. So go check that out. We have been trying to make those a little bit longer for you guys. So they're very fun and you get all the exclusive content that other people are not getting. Yeah. Today we're talking about our favorite type of lettuce. So if that doesn't entice you, I don't know what else to say. Riveting. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Well, thanks for listening today, guys. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week otherwise. All right. Bye. (laughs) Bye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode of the Upbeat Dietitians with your hosts, Emily Krause and Hannah Thompson. We appreciate you all so much for continuing to support us. In order to support us and sustain the success of this podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. If you'd like to provide us feedback for future episodes and guest stars, follow us on Instagram at The Upbeat Dietitians. Lastly, you can show us support by providing a monthly donation using the link at the end of our bio. Once again, thank you so much for listening today and stay tuned next Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.